Hi, my name is Drew, and I'm here to offer you nothing of value. Hi, you're listening to Nothing of Value, a podcast where our host, Drew, brings friends on to talk about nothing of value. Take it away, Drew. This is Nothing of Value, and this is the first episode of a side series we're doing with Nothing of Value. We're going to call it NOV Shorts, and the concept here is I'm bringing back guests who are already on the show, and I'm letting them pick one topic from a different episode other than theirs that was discussed, and we're going to talk about it just quickly, and then I'm going to pick a topic from another episode and throw it back at them and talk about it. I anticipate this will take anywhere from 20 to 30 minutes, but it'll just be a short little podcast that you can listen to if you're missing the sound of my voice. And maybe you're missing the sound of my friend Pat's voice because he's here with me today. How's it going, Pat? It's going good, Drew. Uh, always a pleasure to be back. And I just want to shout out all the the guests on Nothing of Value. It's been a great uh, experience listening to the podcast so far this uh, first season. I'll stop short of saying great, but it has absolutely been an experience. Um, if you remember, Pat was a guest on the first episode of Nothing of Value. He was the one that kind of blazed the trail for other guests and uh, gave us an idea of what to expect uh, moving forward here. Pat is actually the one who came up with this idea. Um, I believe your original idea was to use this as like a clip show uh, just do a brief thing with each guest and kind of um, put them together and make an episode out of it. And then I thought, why don't we just turn it into a short episode, one question each, and uh, it'll just give us something we can put out. And actually, it'll make less editing time for me. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, Pat, you're up first. What topic and from what show, what guest would you like to discuss? So... This was a very difficult decision for me. <laughs> we have nine episodes at this point, by the way. Right, and so many great topics are out there. And as much as you want to say great topics, there are great topics out there. Um, <laughs> so I narrowed it down to three. And so the topic that I chose came from episode number five with our good friend Ethan. Okay. And... Because I'm fat and you're fat, <laughs> we're going to be talking about controversial food takes. Okay. Um, so for just a brief introduction here, this is the third time on the show we've talked about controversial food takes. Because I brought it up with Ethan and I realized that I left my best controversial food takes on the table. And so I brought it back, I think, with Kyle. I think that's who I had that discussion with. Um, but, you know, I feel like this is a topic that has a lot of area you can work with on it, you know? Absolutely. Um, also, so I, real quick, Drew, um, mm -hmm. in that conversation that you had with Ethan, I know we're not going to talk about everything, but sure. Ethan brought up his his wedding. And are we going to tailgate Ethan's wedding? <laughs> well, um I think we should. 
However, that could be a little bit of an issue because I've been asked to be the um, officiant at the wedding. Ooh, and nice. <laughs> if, if I, I had too I much fun... I didn't realize that you were a fellow officiant because I too am going to be an officiant at a wedding here in uh, in a month or two. So I've I've never done it before, and I'm not Same. even technically certified yet. I got drunk one night <laughs> ten years ago and filled out my name on a form on the internet, and okay. I was able to print out a form as a certified officiant. So, and what what states is that legal in? Yes. Your form? Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I do know that in Iowa, which is, I believe, where this wedding is taking place, that basically that's all you have to do is put your your name on a form, and you can you can be inefficient. So, um, it's not like I said inefficient, which is probably what I'll be anyway. Uh, I'm, we'll just I'm just I'm just going to the wedding for the bush light. Like, <laughs> that's it. I like it. Ethan's <laughs> Ethan's a little. What's uh, the word I'm looking for here? Um, he's hipster's not quite right. He's definitely not snobby, but he's been living in in Minneapolis too long, and so you know he's got some some hipster traits to him. It'll probably so, be like like hard apple cider, not bush do, light. Do you think he'll object? And his fiance, do you think they will object to you grilling brats as you marry them? <laughs> um that might be a question for them and the best part of this is i know both ethan and his fiance listen to this show so um congratulations to, to you both we get by here. the way what's that as a congratulations, congratulations to them on their on their pending nuptials <laughs> yes yes i'm looking forward to it that's still a little more than a year away though so um so we have plenty of time to get those brats made up I can. I have a good recipe. Our good friend Johnny, he uh, he makes some good <laughs> encased meats. There's no surprise to me that Johnny knows his way around an encased meat. All right, <laughs> let's get <laughs> let's get to your controversial food takes, Pat. Okay, number one contra- controversial food take, and that is that ranch is the ultimate condiment. But the store the ultimate, but okay. store bought, bought ranch, every single one of them is all trash, and number one on the trash rank list of ranch dressings is Hidden Valley. Okay, now I'm trying to remember my episode with Ethan. I know we talked about ranch, and I'm thinking that we talked about it in the section that was foods that have a high floor and a low ceiling. I'm you did, pretty sure you did talk about that. Okay. In that, uh, I'm pretty sure where you uh, talked about your previous restaurant experience. Yep, and that's that's what I was thinking. Um, and I will I will agree with you that store bought ranch is pretty much trash. I have yet to find a store bought ranch that I feel like is enough that's you know worth buying at the store and keeping in my fridge. I always buy a different brand every time, hoping to find you know the the one pot of gold at the end of the ranch rainbow but i've not found it yet oh they are garbage like <laughs> so so much of my uh family living in the south now every restaurant down here makes their own ranch yeah. and it's glorious oh but, yeah but up in the chicagoland everyone used 
craft or hidden valley the restaurants and so there's no wonder why all those people up there hate ranch dressing right (laughs) because it sucks it sucks funny you say that because there was a restaurant up here we would go to uh two or three times a month and get salads and they used to do a, a ranch that was made in store and it was it was not the best i've ever had but it was it was very good and I look forward to it. And then they switch to a prepackaged one that comes out of the container. And while it's slightly better than anything you could get at the store, it's so much more disappointing to have that come with your salad rather than a good ranch. It, it drives me insane. So I know for <clears throat> a fact that you used to work at uh, a certain deep pan pizza place in Carbondale. No yes. free ads on nothing yes. of value. Sorry, Steve and, Payne. <laughs> and that particular pizza restaurant has a delicious ranch dressing. They do. They do. Um, I've made that ranch dressing in a five-gallon bucket many, many times, and I actually have the recipe to it. <laughs> I uh, I also have the recipe for the ranch dressing of, uh, I guess – they're no longer a chain or in business anymore, but just for safety's sake and no free ads, uh, a Texas-themed <laughs> restaurant. Oh, interesting. Which I was mean, also that's... delicious. Yeah, yeah, and you were their star cook, weren't you? Yeah, number one, a <laughs> a number one. Um, so yeah, I I think that's something we can agree on, and honestly, I don't know if it's that controversial of a food take. I feel like the more people I talk to about store-bought ranch dressing think they all suck. But then there's that contingent out there, like my mm-hmm. mother included, and my father will listen to this, so shout-out to uh, John Martin. Hello. John Martin, uh, the invitation's still out there. Come come join me. <laughs> you, can, um, you can be on nothing of value anytime you want. Anyway. She loves store-bought ranch. Really? But that that being said, she also loves uh, Blake Shelton and <laughs> you know uh, Luke Bryan and everything she hears on the the country music radio. Florida Georgia Line. Oh, probably. Oof, woof. Huh. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm gonna follow up your your take there with on one of the two shows where we talked about this. I mentioned how much or how overrated I think watermelon is. Uh, that was um, uh, just to, just to let you know, through my <laughs> research that I completed, um, that was your first uh, s- first controversial food take on the this one segment. With Ethan. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, and I believe since you apparently listened to this recently, I also said artificially flavored watermelon things are trash too. Yes. Okay. Except so for candy, we, you said you like candy. Yeah, and in the last. Probably, let's say three months. I don't remember when exactly I recorded that. Um, I've changed on artificially flavored watermelon things. Um, I There are fruit roll-ups that I get for my kids that are Jolly Rancher flavored. And the watermelon flavored Jolly Rancher fruit roll-up is like the most amazing thing I've had in my life. Where um, do you find these fruit roll-ups? For my kids, of course. For, for my kids. Yeah, for your kids, yeah. Yeah, we're, um, that's no a problem. I always, 
I always buy two boxes because I'm going to eat one before they do. <laughs> um, where do I get them? I found them at Walmart, and I get them at Meyer as well. I don't know if you guys have a Meyer. We don't. There. The closest Meyer is Champagne. So. Oh, Schnooks. Sh- Schnooks was the other place I found Ooh, them. So. There's a Schnooks uh, a couple towns away. Might uh, might be worth looking into. So I've I've turned a little bit on. Like I find myself craving watermelon flavored things now i can't remember what the other thing i had recently was it might have been an airhead um i mean so it's still candy but i used to be very anti watermelon flavored anything now drew do you do you uh intake caffeine other than coffee do you drink any kind of energy drinks like a monster or anything like that so i don't do like the heavy the heavy caffeine stuff like i Mostly coffee all the time. I drink a lot of tea. Uh, right now, as we're recording this, I'm actually drinking a antioxidant sparkling water that has some caffeine in it. Well, I'm um, drinking a bush light, so same. <laughs> yeah, basically. I also drink, like when, I've and I've gotten off of this, but for like seven years, I was very reliant on the Mountain Dew Kickstarts, the Black Cherry. Mm-hmm. Like, it probably ran in my veins for a while. Um but I never go for like the heavy energy drinks. I'll have a Red Bull maybe once, twice a year tops. I'm out on Red Bull. I can't. A Red Bull vodka is, or a Red Bull <laughs> and Tito's more specific, is yeah. my favorite alcoholic drink ever. And mm-hmm. I can drink them like candy. And I also sleepwalk when I drink them. So I just don't drink them anymore. Well, I know what we're doing next time we get together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um,. And the reason why I bring this up is that there is an energy drink out there called Celsius, which is lower on the caffeine, no sugar, a, a healthier energy drink, if there is such okay. a thing. Yeah. And they have a watermelon flavor. And I'm with okay. you. I do not enjoy watermelon, like the fruit watermelon, even the artificial watermelon, I think is disgusting. But this particular flavor of watermelon on the Celsius energy drinks, delicious. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. I will keep an eye open for those. Um, You can find uh, the Target has carried them for a long time. And the Walmart just started carrying them two weeks ago. Okay. So maybe a fairly new thing, too. I don't think I've seen them up here, but I don't really look for that kind of thing either. Right. They just, like, they, I had to buy them further south in Memphis, Tennessee for a long time. That's where I first found Celsius was Memphis. And okay. now I finally am starting to see them in my area. Gotcha. Um, what else do you have for controversial food takes? Well, this one to me is an absolute no-brainer, <laughs> and that is corned beef is the best deli meat, hands down, Ooh. no questions asked. Period. One hundred percent corned beef. Hmm. I know a lot of people like turkey and ham, yeah, and boring yeah. shit. And boring shit. <laughs> Give me something so, with a little bit of bite. Give me some corned beef. Heck yeah. yeah. So I think my problem with corned beef is I've just not had enough enough of it in my life. I've never had corned beef and regretted it. Um, 
In fact, the place we were just talking about that I worked at in college had a fantastic Reuben sandwich. They did. Um, or do, excuse me. Yeah, still do. Um, and that was kind of the first time I ever really had corned beef. I know we would have it every year. What is it? St. Patrick's Day. How, wait, wait, wait. Can we hit pause real quick, Drew? You... Okay. No, I, I'm just kidding. Like, not on the pocket. But... <laughs> you, I was you, making notes. You didn't know offhand which celebration that corned beef is ate on it's I mean, I mean it's my I, day it's my I, day <laughs> i got there eventually <laughs> see i celebrate saint patrick's day with a bush light and uh yeah <laughs> well i mean you're, you're starting the day off correct then i was i was gonna go i was gonna go further there but i'll stop um <laughs> <laughs> thank you you understand that my father listens to this. Right, right. I uh, got to keep it clean ish. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I I can see where you're coming from with that. I just, I haven't had an, enough of it. And so, like, the, the place I worked at in college, the, the owner was pretty awesome. I mean, he ran a tight ship, which you should. It's it's a very well-known place, and it does a good job. Makes him a lot of money. But uh, he would let you have a free small pizza or a free sandwich at the end of every shift. Um, but the one thing you could not touch was the corned beef. You could not have a Reuben. Um, if you were cutting up deli meat, you know, we'd weigh it out in little packages. You decide to slip a piece of turkey in your mouth while you're doing it. Nobody blinked twice. You did that with the corned beef, you were like fired on the spot. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, yeah, the corned beef, you you did not mess with the corned beef. So that's another reason I've not had a lot of it. Um but I can I can understand why you feel that way. I, and that's the thing, like if I had to pick my my favorite, I oh, I can say this chicken is a deli meat. Like, if you're just putting it on a sub like a cold cut, no. That's a terrible idea. Like, there's so many better ways to eat chicken. Don't eat chicken like that. But other than that, like, to, after that, to me, it's all the same. Now that is a controversial food take. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Hmm. I'm trying to think of anything else I have that I haven't gone over, anything I need to amend with any food takes. Do you have any other food takes that you want to bring up here before? So this is going to break the heart of many people, but chicken is the superior meat. You can do so much with chicken and make it so good. Like a, a good, a, a, a good smoked chicken or a good grilled chicken is better to me than any steak or pork or ribs or anything that you can uh, come up with. Hmm. Um, well, first of all, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Second of all, bacon. Um, now, if your argument was that, you know, now, are you, you can't talking, really have bacon for a meal. Are you talking like pork belly itself or just, actual just bacon. bacon? Just bacon. Okay. Um, have you ever put whipped cream on bacon? 
No. no okay, so so, so bring it back to uh, one of the topics that you and Ethan discussed. Um, okay. And it was the pineapple on pizza, but instead you also can't throw can, or Canadian bacon. You have to throw regular bacon or pepperoni mm-hmm. on there. And that got me to thinking, and one thing that contributed much to my fatness was <laughs> when I worked at that – aforementioned texas theme restaurant was Mm -hmm. if i needed a a a good sweet and salty snack putting whipped cream directly on bacon and then just shoving it in my in my gullet it just it was delicious wow that's a thought that never has crossed my mind but that just Um. screams to my level of fatness too (laughs) And to be fair, you're not you're not that fat. You are you are a middle aged man. That's like you look <laughs> like what one should look like. You don't look like you run out and you know do a marathon every weekend, but you don't look like you're going to have a coronary like next week either. So. Knock on wood. Um. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I will. I if you know if <clears throat> I'm going out to eat. Um, and money is not an issue. I want a steak. Sometimes I'll get ribs. Um, chicken is the thing I probably like to cook the most because I can get creative with it at home. Although I've pretty much mastered steak in a cast iron skillet, which I do from time to time at home. Um, but I, I feel like chicken is probably the most versatile. I'll give it that, but I'll, I'll take a lot of things before I take just a chicken now have you all right here's another one of my hot controversial food takes okay and that is 99.9 percent and this statistical number is accurate 99.9 percent of all barbecue restaurants are fucking trash (laughs) all barbecue trash drew trash they are trash now, this is this is coming from a guy who spends a lot of time in memphis for work trash if i can do it at home with my setup and you could hmm. do it at home with your setup with okay simply looking at a youtube video if you do, yeah. are unsure of how to do things it, yeah. it i mean it why should i pay a premium when i can do it at my house i I think that's actually a really good take. Um, and, yeah, I, I think I have to agree with it. And I, I don't go to a lot of barbecue places because, one, we never go out to eat. But if we do, it's usually like a mom-and-pop place or like a steakhouse for a, an occasion or something like that. Um, honestly, couldn't tell you the last – actually, I know the last time I went to a barbecue place was last year, actually, about a year ago. Um, but before that, it had been years and years and I feel like I'm more likely to go to a barbecue place if I'm in one of the destinations, like a Kansas City or a Memphis. Right. And never have I been to a restaurant in one of those places and said, oh, wow, this isn't very good. Like, it's always good. Uh, no, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that they're not good, but for what <laughs> you pay, like... You're getting screwed. Why would you spend $30 on a half rack or on a rack of ribs? Yeah. And that's what... The going rate is as of yesterday in Memphis. Yeah. 
And I'm sorry, but when I could feed my family three meals for $30 and smoke the ribs in my smoker and get a similar product, if not better product, mm -hmm. sorry, your restaurant's trash. <laughs> See ya. Ribs, ribs are something I never buy. What does a rack of ribs cost at the store? It depends on where you get them, how they're mm -hmm. from. I'm lucky enough where my father-in-law is a farmer and okay. uh and so when it comes to pork especially um i don't really have to buy much pork because as hogs age out get injured or whatnot at the hog farm he butchers them and brings them down so i can hmm. have a a few racks of ribs in the freezer at any given time pork butts and That's, you name it that makes sense interesting um yeah i think that's i think that's a good take um you know i don't have anything else to offer honestly outside of black is the only way to drink coffee and i don't think that's that controversial that's just it's not like that i went like when i started at my current job i went mm -hmm. from not drinking coffee to drinking the starbucks foo-foo coffees to drinking <laughs> straight black <clears throat> coffee in one month <laughs> if you're tired enough you'll do it absolutely um, my wife has always said i have very boring taste buds and so that's why like i enjoy black coffee and unsweetened tea and just things that taste kind of bland um, no don't get me wrong i like my tea so sweet that i could chew it see i don't i'm not a fan of that like i just like i hated i i hated tea hated tea until I went to a restaurant in Greenwood, Mississippi, and your meal came with tea. Like, not water, not a soda, tea. You didn't have a choice. And it, there was no such thing as unsweetened tea. They came around with the pitcher and filled your cup up with tea, so sweet that you could chew it. And I remember I walked out of that restaurant with such a huge sugar rush, I fell in love. <laughs> nice. Anything else food take related, Pat? No. Um, as far as controversial food takes, I think I'm good until we stop recording and then I remember about eight more. Right. And that's how I'll be too because I <laughs> I always think of things food related um, that I kind of disagree with. And I will use this as an opportunity to make one, for, one more plug for the fact that cake is trash icing trash <laughs> cake is delicious my topic for you pat all right this came up i believe episode four with our good buddy phil shout out phil shout out phil um what are your guilty pleasures oh that's a good one um <laughs> We, I mean, obviously, Bush Light's up there. We know that. I was, I was gonna say, um, enjoying a nice beverage on a, on a warm summer day, with the sun shining, not a cloud in the sky. <laughs> Ice cold I'm Bush Light. I'm already sweating just thinking about it. <laughs> it was a hot one down here, ninety degrees. So, <laughs> gotta stay hydrated and drink Bush Light. <laughs> hydrated. That's what we'll call it. That's right. Um, I know I, when Phil and I talked about this, um, 
a few things came to mind. I know we talked about uh, reality TV, um, and, and uh, I think sweets. I think I talked about how I eat all my kids' fruit snacks all the time. I mean, uh, which I've who, done who better doesn't? about. Right, but I've moved on to fruit roll-ups now, as we discussed earlier. Um, I, I mean, when the wife comes home with a box of Little Debbie snacks, whether it be <laughs> cupcakes or nut or butter bars, I mean, like you said, I'm cutting half of that off as me. Half of that <laughs> box is mine. Yeah. And let the my two daughters like fight over who's getting the other, the the rest of them. Yeah, and if your wife wants any of it, she might as well just be screwed. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> I get yelled at all the time for eating food before uh, before my wife can get to it. My favorite um, part about that whole thing though is when she'll come in and be like, "Um, we don't have any more cupcakes. Where did they all go?" I don't know. <laughs> they must have grabbed them. That's a, so like. I don't think people blame their kids enough because it, it's such so everyone wants to blame the dog or, you know, no, nope, mm-hmm. I blame my kids all the time. Oh, my oldest daughter must have grabbed cupcakes and <laughs> ate them. Right. Nope. Yeah. It was daddy drinking like four or five bush lights, got hungry and ate four cupcakes. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's when I do mo- most of my grazing on uh, nights that that we're gaming you know, if I'm out of the game or in between games, I'll go into the fridge and see what I can find. Hot and dogs. <clears throat> that, that I wouldn't say it gets me into trouble, but it definitely doesn't help my physique. So, <laughs> guilty pleasures. Besides Bushlight, uh, and you just brought up something, and that would be gaming. Yeah, and yeah. It's it's looked down upon, where yeah. you know like we're essentially middle aged ish. Yeah, on the yeah. lower end of middle aged. We're middle aged. <laughs> um, we're not driving Corvettes yet, but yeah, I, I mean, we we get together and we game, and yeah. you know like for instance like it's a Saturday night right now as we record this. Um, and we will be gaming. It's ten thirty. We'll be gaming for the next three and a half hours. That's probably about right. Yeah, and we have a I good mean, time it doing is your, it. It is your one night off a week. To be fair, it's not like you get to play all the time. Right. So you you cash in, and it's easy. It's easy for me to set aside the time on a Saturday. Be like, oh, Pat can be on. I'm gonna I'm gonna go game with Pat for a few hours. Wife and kids are in bed. The house is quiet. It exactly. is 100% a guilty pleasure. It's a great way to um, just kind of get away from whatever's troubling you. Exactly. It's a nice little release from the stresses of the week, all that stuff. You get to hang out with some buds, game for a while, and, yeah, just have a good time. I agree. Um, and that was that was the one thing I actually had written down that I was going to bring up on this is how gaming is kind of that – guilty pleasure <clears throat> are I mean, there the things i could do with my time yeah um could i probably be watching tv or a movie sure but if i'm watching tv or a movie i'm probably going to fall asleep i like the idea that my mind's a little more engaged i like the social interaction um attached to gaming right we, um, we could be at a bar 
right? Right, Get, making bad decisions and spending money. Exactly. Instead, that's what fantasy just, sports are for. <laughs> that's right, where we spend all of our money. Yes, <laughs> and make really bad decisions. Really bad decisions and really bad drafts. Yes, yes. Um, well, never mind. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> you know where I was going to go there too, don't you? Yep. Um, shout out to Chris. <laughs> Good luck this with season, a, Chris. With with a K. Um, I don't think he even knows I have a podcast. So if he does listen to this, uh, good luck this season. (laughs) Yes. Um, so yeah, I've tried to think of other things. You know what I, I do really enjoy, um, and I don't know if I talked about this or not. The after work snack, you've had a long day at work. You're on your way home. I used to do this a lot when I was younger and I had a one hour commute instead of just a 30 minute commute. But stopping at the gas station, grabbing a soda, grabbing a pack of candy, or some beef jerky, you know, and I think I think Phil and I actually did talk about that, but that's always always been a vice of mine. <clears throat> and now it's more along the line since I get off a little bit later in the day, it's grabbing dinner and oh well <laughs> I could have Taco Bell for a third time this week, right? Um Definitely, definitely a guilty pleasure there. Just something to have. I feel like I need that food, that drink, as I unwind from the workday. I get that. I get that. Uh, for me, I don't have the luxury of having anything open <laughs> besides Taco Bell or Casey's. I don't see a problem. And <clears throat> let, let me tell you that uh, I have been known to go to taco bell at three o'clock in the morning as i'm driving home from work (laughs) or stopping by casey's because it just turns out that at three o'clock in the morning they're putting fresh pizza into their warmer yep fresh pizza the donuts are usually coming out about that time oh yeah and uh and i take full advantage of that and uh my physique shows that (laughs) a little too much physique talk on this uh i mean i mean we uh, but eventually, Drew, it's gonna come our way. Like it's gonna, we're we're gonna be what every female wants, and we're all <laughs> we gonna we're all we gonna be taken. So that's, yeah. I mean, their loss. I'll uh, I'll take your word for that. There. Um, I mean, not everyone could be look like Ryan Reynolds, and so that's fair. <laughs> I don't know if I'd want to look like Ryan Reynolds. That would just be a lot of work. The best part of being bald is I never have to look in a mirror. I just wake up and go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> as a, a follically challenged man myself, <laughs> and I've been bald since I was 22 years old. Oh, wow. But, oh, yeah, but I've worn a hat every day of my life except for like three days. And my yeah. gra- like my grandparents' funeral I in in my I even wore a hat on my wedding day, and so people are like, "Oh my God, you're bald!" And it's like, "Yeah, but it doesn't matter to me because like <laughs> I've literally worn a hat every single day of my life, like Never since I twice I, about it." Yeah, and so I, I could give two shits if I have a ha- hair or not. <laughs> <laughs> right. It, I I always tell people that bring it up. I'm like, it probably bothers you more than it bothers me because I just I don't think about it. Exactly. So, all right, Pat, any other guilty pleasures? Absolutely. 
because one, we got to hurry up and finish up so we can go play Call of Duty. My <laughs> last guilty pleasure that I have, and I don't want to sound weird about it, but I absolutely love the Little League World Series, and I want to bring my kids out to Williamsport <laughs> and, and experience that, like with you know, like with my daughters, and bring them out to that whole experience of of the Little League World Series. I, I see it on, I watch it every year, yeah, um, as much as many games as I can, and I just was, uh, I, I just really love that whole everything that they put together sure that was something i was definitely more into when i was younger than now like i don't i don't pay much attention to it at all i always thought it was kind of cool but once i got older and kind of realized you know these are all pretty much hand-picked all-star teams and kind of how everything worked with it it kind of lost some of its luster to don't me. ruin it for me Drew. Um, what's that <laughs> i said don't ruin it for me i know i know um but I, I can understand why people get into it. It is a, a cool thing, and just that it has the following that it does, that it gets TV time. Um, and, you know, people people will follow it. I Unfortunately, there's probably people out there who bet on it. But <laughs> hey, now. the, the hey, cool now. thing was always to see, you know, like what, what states are doing well. Like what uh, – is somebody from our state going so far? And um, – but well, for yeah. me, it's like, uh, for instance, we went to Disney earlier this year and we drove through Warner Robins, Georgia. And I'm like, Warner Robins, Georgia, you know, they won the Little League World Series like so many years ago. It was kind of like, <laughs> all right, like, that's kind of neat. Like, mm -hmm. you know, just something, a simple stat like that. So, yeah. People are like, why does he know that? <laughs> yeah. So, but that's why it's a guilty pleasure. That's it's a yeah, guilty pleasure. Yeah. I can dig it. Um, I think that's all I've got for now. I didn't have a whole lot to add to mine, but I was curious what you would have to say, and I think, uh, I think we checked that box. So, um, looking back at our first NOV short, we're gonna sit. This is probably gonna sit about thirty-five to thirty-seven minutes Ish. by the time I edit out my breaks. Um, so that's uh, you're, not bad. you're gonna want to edit them out. There may be some surprises in there for you. Oh, Lord. I can't wait. Um, if I actually listen to it, because a lot of times I just highlight the whole section and delete it. No, no. You're going to want to listen. I'll make sure I'll make sure to listen, because maybe I'll find a clip I can toss into a South Park podcast or something. <laughs> um, Pat, thank you for coming back. Uh, we will have you back in sometime for season two, probably in like anywhere from three months to two years. Yep, and, somewhere uh, in there. I'll be available. We'll, we'll do it again. And just let's tease a little bit here. What I'm looking at for season two is bringing in two guests at a time. And two guests, one Drew. Yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but everybody would bring in two topics, and we would uh, discuss that way. So something to think about, something to tease. We'll see if it ever happens. Um, but, yes, Pat, thank you for coming back. Thank you for having me. And we'll do it again soon. Absolutely. All right. Later.